0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and on my right hand side here is my right hand man, Gabriel. We're standing as the ward of the Fort of the Valkyries. (laughs) Yeah. Today I'm (laughs)
1: today
0: Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Burning Witches, and they have a new album called The Witch of the North, which is going to be released on May 28th via Nuclear Blast Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Laura to share some more information about this release and what the girls have got going on. So, Laura, welcome to the show. Hello. Well, hello. <coughs> Funny. <laughs> Funny thing. Last time we chatted, you were gardening. How is the garden? Are you able to get into the garden yet?
1: Ah, yeah, yeah yeah it's totally uh freed up now for walking <laughs> I can't walk through the garden no it's uh, yeah it's nice I uh, cleaned it up after uh, after autumn and winter now finally like there are there flowers blooming again and we have some uh, tulips coming up so yeah I mean it's it's coming you know it's just started it's not it, our garden is not on the south so it could be better but I'm sure it will be
0: really nice in a few months. <laughs> uh-huh. You mentioned some tulips there. Do you have a lot of tulips in your garden?
1: Yeah, actually, I, I took them uh, because I could actually put them in the ground in the winter. So now we have a lot of tulips and they're supposed to be blooming in June. Okay. So that's why, because I was thinking, hey, I can't do anything in winter. But actually, yes, you can, because in December, yeah, they, they need to be
0: put in the ground. Uh-huh. Very cool. So I finally...
1: Yeah, anyway.
0: <laughs> Who cares about gardening? We are not got to talk about witchcraft yeah, here. Probably, um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So this album, The Witch of the North, is this then a concept album about one witch in particular?
1: I mean, um, it's more about psychic culture, I guess, but we took The Witch of the North because it just kind of fits our concept right and it also is you know really cool I will kind of explain the story behind it mm-hmm. um so Freya the Witch of the North Freya she is um taken from the mythologies of course uh and yeah you probably know Freya take okay. me, t- t- I, take me,
0: I do but take me through it just in case anybody yeah. watching or listening is unfamiliar
1: yeah so it's okay yeah true Um, so it is the the goddess of love but also the goddess of war um, in in this uh, Norse mythology and the cool thing is you also have Frigg and I'm hoping I pronounce it right I will spell it F-R-I-G-G and that's another goddess which actually the goddess that gives power to witches to see in the future and all these mythology stories are written down at some point and I, I really took the inspiration from the fact that sometimes people would depict Freya and Freak as the same goddess, so I think it's kind of cool that you know she could be the you know the witch of the north. So that's why I took Freya, <laughs> and uh, the Freak, you know, she gave power to the witches who would been called Bóðvas in, uh, in 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 this Norse mythology. So. It's something that people don't really know. So that's why I took Druids, because Druids are yeah, more well-known, of course, mm. uh, mm. for what they are. And the roles of this Volvas and Druids were kind of almost the same. They would know about the tribe and the lineages in the tribe, the cultures. So they would kind of understand that and also be old and wise, usually considered <laughs> old and wise, anyway. <laughs> hopefully, so, hopefully wise. yeah. Yeah, so there would also be diplomats in case there is, you know, there, there need to be talked for, with, with other parties or to prevent war and maybe they would know a lot about all kinds of um i can't find the right english word what is it herbs all kinds of herbs to uh, you know uh, for medicines and stuff like that so it's kind of like it's almost the same as witches and they had the same role and that's why i took druids because yeah people know what i'm talking about <laughs> it is it is a bit more celtic instead of purely viking but yeah who cares <laughs> it's uh, it's it, i think now okay so the story is um yeah, that, that you know that that's what, what the story is about. This the, the witch of the north or druids are trying to prevent war, but hey, it's the goddess of love, but also the goddess of war. And I think this is the cool thing. Also, it shows different sides of femininity. And in the Norse uh, mythology, you see, uh, yeah, that that women are also often depicted as pretty powerful creatures, like Valkyries, for example, shield maidens. So I, th- I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty pretty metal. So uh, we took this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think you can get any more metal. Um, actually, that's kind of interesting that you bring up because uh, in a lot of mythologies and stories, women are probably the most powerful character.
1: Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I mean,
0: most powerful, I'm not sure. I'm
1: not that, um, I think there are, Almost equally amount of, of uh, really powerful guys and girls, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that much learned into it that I really know exactly what you're saying now is true or not, you know. Okay. So I don't really want to wanna, wanna say anything. But of course, if you look, at for example, at Shiva, yeah, she's scary. <laughs> like from the Indian cultures, right? The, mm-hmm. the goddess with all the arms killing people and stuff like that. So maybe you're right. Yeah, that was scary at least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very scary. Very scary indeed. Okay, cool. So... Um, this might be something to touch on. I don't know. Because you mentioned some crossover between the Viking stuff and the Celtic stuff. Um, did they, did they ever meet? Because I know the Vikings traveled around a lot. So did.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, they have to. I mean, I don't even have to look it up to know that
0: because there was trade, there was war. You know, of course,
1: of course they did. Yeah, of course they did. They already did in prehistoric times, right? They found like these... spear. Uh, I, I love to watch these YouTube documentaries about uh, like millions of years ago. And they also have... Um, they found a lot of these uh, tools and they could actually see the trade happening and they're really big areas. So basically, of course, the, the longer you go towards this period of time, so for certain, you know, the more traits anyway, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: it sounds, <laughs> just, like
0: some, yeah. it sounds like something you were concerned about was, um, what comes to mind anyway is being understood, but what I mean is that people need to know the concepts that you're talking about, so...
1: Yeah, I I, I wanna, I, yeah, that was one of my concerns indeed, because if it's totally, totally freaky, I mean, I want people to understand a bit, and everyone loves vikings these days so people know a little <laughs> bit more about it <laughs> a little bit more about it than than the things that are not told about and i guess you know in a in songs it's it's better to keep it a bit easier because you can't like in a movie for example you can go a bit deeper into peculiar creatures or stuff but you can't do that in just one song lyric right so i wanted to keep it a bit easier because of that yeah <laughs>
0: How did you go about doing that? Did it take some time to rewrite lyrics, or how did you...?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I have to, uh, but it depends on how tidy I songwrite. because if in the beginning I listen to the song and I know the structure, I write it down, and I, I write down what I want to write, if I know it exactly already, After listening to the song, because most of the time I get, you know, a song structure already, like maybe just the chords or maybe like and Romana I've both already played it. So that's most of the time the first thing I hear. Um, So I write down basically where I have to do what. (laughs) And if I'm tidy enough to write down exactly what should happen in which verse or which chorus, I don't really have to rewrite it. But if I just start with some random inspiration, it can be very cool. It can work. But then most of the time I also have to rewrite it. So I try to avoid
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. Now, I was reading something in the bio about um, the process of creating this album amidst the pandemic um, and working with a few people in particular, V.O. Pulver, Schmier. Take us through the production of this record. Yeah. So um,
1: it's yeah. Basically, we already have a demo recorded uh, at home ourselves, uh, and this time we try to be a bit. Uh, we did this for the first time because we try to be a bit conscious about budgets. so we would also have uh, budget for a, a cool video clip which we just recorded in Poland, and uh, yeah, they're from the single. I'm not sure I announced yet. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so. Uh, ah, uh, what was my? Where did I go with the story? Yeah, the producing process. Yes. Okay. So we got the demos, and uh, for the first time, they recorded uh, the guitars at home and then send it to Cover I, uh, you know, to to fix uh, to fix the, yeah, how to say that the signal of the of the guitars and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good question. I actually, because I I, I haven't been this, haven't been asked this uh, this way yet. How did we do the production? Because, um, I yeah now I'm talking about the guitars, but I'm, I'm not really sure. But I think that Pulver re-ampeded in the studio. But I should double check that. Anyway, uh, we did have a really cool uh, compressor now for vocals this time. Maybe you you heard that's a little bit of a different sound. I really like it. Uh-huh. And uh, we had a new drum set because uh, Lala got a really good, cool uh, endorsement and I, I just love the sound of that drum I was in the studio the first time after the drums were recorded. I was blown away. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, the rest is just like basically the same we always do. We go in the studio with, you know, songs that are almost finished so the details still have to happen and we do them together in the studio with people also with, with Smear and Pulver that you know they didn't always really have time uh, to listen beforehand which is good because they have a fresh air mm-hmm. and they can really you know help finish the songs and get get the best out of the songs in the studio so that's cool
0: Yeah, absolutely now you mentioned I, I couldn't quite pinpoint it because I knew the vocal sound was a little bit different do you know like was what was different in the chain than what you normally do
1: what oh uh, the, oh in the in the vocals
0: just the sounds you say right yeah it was like different microphone different compressor yeah. Micro-
1: the microphone was the same actually I don't think there was uh, like a, a physical compressor before or I mean at least that's what I got so he got this box with compressor to be honest I don't know what it's called and it, but it sounded good so yeah <laughs> I liked it Beautiful. yeah it, I think I mean it it gives a bit of a smooth feeling to it maybe it it sounds a bit more uh modern but we we have to be honest we, we do sound old school but we have several aspects also a bit stolen from newer technologies or different time you know spans i guess so uh yeah anyway i like the sound it's it's cool and especially it was really it came in handy because if i sing loud the it was very difficult for me to the right distance because sometimes I just I do like, uh, you know all the time I'm pretty pretty chill and then all of a sudden I go super loud and this was very difficult to get right uh, without this compressor also because a lot of the times the the microphone distorted because I have a pretty big dynamic range in in the you know, in the singing lines so (laughs) Mm -hmm. we also kind of needed something like this but I do like the sound so it's good, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool now something you mentioned was Finding that balance between an old school sound and uh, enough modern sound, how did you guys figure out where that balance was going to be?
1: Yeah, it's always just a process. You know, you have to just figure it out in the mix, basically, mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, also in the guitar sound. But yeah, those things, uh, yeah, we, we kind of kept those things the same. I think the biggest... Things that change, like already told, is the drums sound a bit because they're different drums, and I I love them because they sound a bit more in your face because of the material of the drums. I think they're... Uh yeah, there was something that there was actually more metal in the drums, so you can imagine now it's actually sounds more metal. I don't know how it works. It sounds good. <laughs> and, uh, That's how yeah. you create metal. And you mean, put
0: metal in the drums. That's how you make metal music. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, they just sound. They just sound more tough. Yeah, and and <laughs> um, but yeah, the, like I already told you, the things that changed that we kind of kept the rest the same, and we tried. In the beginning, we had a discussion, actually, maybe to use less layers for my voice so the details of my voice could come forward a bit more because if you layer it, uh, yeah, it sounds maybe really massive, but details go lost. Um, So we looked at that, but yeah, some parts are already without all these layers. So I think now it's already a good mix anyway, but we were discussing that a bit, but eventually it stayed kind of the same as before. But uh-huh. I, I like it because they're now, they're, they're you know, you have everything. I, I like that. I think I personally liked it about our sound that we have the parts where, that are really, you know, chill, maybe even acoustic, there's not happening that much. And we have parts where everything is happening, you know, a lot of effects, choirs, uh, Solos, guitar things happening, etc. So, yeah, I, I personally like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of old school or modern, it's it's hard to tell. I think we just always try to uh, find some balance, and I think we ended up in the middle again. So that's okay, then, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, when I listened to the album, I immediately found that. It's definitely Burning Witches, but you guys have um, adjusted the sound a little bit. And the cool thing is we're talking about how you guys ended up adjusting the sound, but you still sound like Burning Witches.
1: Cool. That was the idea, so that's good. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you you mentioned the guitars uh, quite a bit. Were you pretty involved in the uh, guitar recording uh, process?
1: Um, no, I just heard them talk about it Because I was always curious To you know what was happening So they kept me up to date a bit But that's it, to be honest It was For me, it's actually difficult to stay up to date Because I'm not in Switzerland I'm at home in the Netherlands Well, everyone lives in the same place now, Brug yeah. But I don't So it's always a bit like calling with each other And then if a new song comes Like I told you, like Romana and Larissa Were both recording at home So when I got the songs it, it, Most of the time it started with the basics of some guitars so and then sometimes i got a new version of the song and you know always always with guitars until they got into the rehearsal room uh they played it with everyone basically and then i could uh you know for the feel it's sometimes nice to, to have this live feel so you know for the energy what you have to do with your voice so i, I like that mm-hmm. uh, but I, I can start with acoustic guitar you know what i mean so that's okay <laughs>
0: yeah did you record vocals at home or did you go to a studio in the Netherlands? Yeah, I
1: did. Okay. I did record actually in Little Creek Studio also. Uh, and then, you know, it's just nice because vocals are always one of the last things recorded. You kind of have to because you're finalizing everything in the studio. So I yeah. kind of have to, you know, do it there. Yeah. So that's why.
0: Okay. Little Creek Studio. I'm going to their website right now. Oh, they've got touch screens.
1: <laughs> do they? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. What is that-, that, oh, that like?
1: A Reebol Cubase?
0: Uh, no, that's probably Pro Tools, but actually, I don't yeah, even—I I don't even know. But the
1: mix—the mix table was pretty new, I believe. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. A, I thought it was. No. For all the for all the geeks out there listening, it's a Raven system. So Raven system means that it's a giant screen that's a touch system, and so you can manipulate the virtual mixing board like it were a real mixing board. Uh, yeah yeah
1: exactly that's it
0: cool so then you traveled was it pretty easy to travel in the middle of the pandemic to switzerland uh
1: it was kind of you know it was easy in the end but beforehand yeah you're worried of course because they changed the rules almost every day at some point (laughs) so we didn't book tickets as far ahead as we normally would actually for the clip now they were changing a lot of rules again and instead of uh, a flight i took the train it's like um, yeah, it's it's a little bit longer the travels, but it's easier because you know it's cheaper. You don't have to book it so much up front. And yeah, now I I, did, I went by train.
0: <laughs> Is there anything <clears throat> that you did on the train to prepare? Like what do, what does Laura do on the train on the way to Switzerland?
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, I try to be productive, uh, but I don't travel often anymore at the moment. So normally, I would be able to do. I, there was a time I went to uh, to study. Uh, for example, every day and you know, I would just travel back and forth like every day of the week and I would be super productive on the train. But to be honest, I tried, I, I'm uh, almost ashamed before I'm going to tell you. Seriously, I tried to edit one video and I added just a little one and just half of it. You know what I mean? It's so hard for me. And I'm traveling for eight hours and I just don't get it done because I'm not used to it anymore. Right. am not, I think but if I, yeah, but I try to do stuff, of course, obviously because it's eight hours. But in between I try to, uh, uh, Oh yeah. I edited some photos for a live stream I was going to do. <laughs> I also did that. Okay. So at least I least say that's open. Um, and i downloaded some some movies from netflix you know so that's uh and and, yeah and and, okay of course if i have to go to the studio maybe i rehearse the songs a bit just by listening to it and uh,
0: what what does laura watch on netflix
1: what do i watch on netflix um yeah did i did I already tell you I also do, uh, the yeah, sorry, I have to, uh, I also have to, <laughs> I'm trying, I have to, at seven o'clock, I have to do a, a live stream with someone and I need a Discord account and I thought I didn't have it, but now it turns out I had it.
0: Anyway, your question was? You mentioned you downloaded some stuff on Netflix, so I was just curious, what I, does yeah, yeah. Laura watch on um, Netflix? I,
1: I love The Witcher, uh, for example, do you know The Witcher? I've it's heard about of, I've uh heard of it. yeah. It it sounds witchy. It kind of is. I mean, it's it's about a monster hunter. I would say witcher is kind of a synonymous word for monster hunter, and uh, uh, I like that because uh, it's so well done. Uh, it's like watching a movie every episode of that series. It's really good. Uh-huh and uh mm-hmm. yeah really well done and i i love that story and i also wrote one song about it and it's about the witch in that story jenny or jennifer later in the story oh. and that's that song is stated ritual so <laughs> very cool maybe i mean it's it's based on it it's not maybe maybe a little bit different but it's based on that story because i just love the the, the you know the character development of that uh witch <laughs> so
0: Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of character development yeah. of witches, Laura, we have chatted about uh, gardening, tulips, Celtic, yes. Viking stuff, <laughs> home recording, yeah. uh, uh-huh. s- studio recording, traveling uh, by train in the pandemic. We chatted about Little Creek Studio. We chatted about The Witch of the North, the album. We chatted about the production behind it. We, we- chatted about too much things that's not even on our list. That aren't even on our ah. list because I have right. qu- I have questions in front of me in case I need to uh keep me on track um, but okay. I, yeah. I like I like to have a conversation instead um, you mm. know with the artist yeah
1: that's so. that's good that was a really fun
0: interview thanks yeah yeah, <laughs> <hey>. yeah. <laughs> welcome.
1: cool so thank you for All coming
0: right. onto the show Laura.
1: yeah, you're welcome.